uh, you know, last couple of weeks we've shared some really t- tremendous ministries that we're starting. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, River Life Wellness Center uh, that Lenora shared, and that was, uh, these are like Father's House type ministries, and so that was really good. Then last week, uh, Natasha Carter shared on the Kids Corner, uh, and that was another one, a new ministry starting. And by the way, if you want, we are recording those. You can go on the website and hear their presentation Today, Jason Harris, everybody say, uh, give Jason a big hand. Come on over here, Jason. Jason's going to be sharing a ministry called R7 Ministries. Uh, some of you may not know Jason. Uh, probably didn't, y'all might not know Lenore or, or Natasha, but Jason was a member of this church many years ago, uh, shortly after they scraped him up off the ground, which he'll share with you. Uh, but then he left, and we've forgiven him for leaving, you know. Actually, he was supposed to. He left, and he, uh, uh, but he's come back. He's finally come back to his senses. Actually, he, what he's going to be sharing sort of a testimony of him coming back to his senses. <laughs> I'm just messing with him. Anyways, he, I want to tell you something unique about Jason. Jason works for Morningstar Ministries in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and he is the employee of the year for Morningstar. So let's give him a big hand. That's awesome. Jason is the... He's, he's the purchasing manager for Morningstar. So anything that people buy, they had to get Jason to agree to. So I was telling him I wanted to buy some stuff down there, you know, for me. But Jason wouldn't let me. <laughs> but Jason's going to share. This is really good. Um, R7 minutes, and he'll explain all that. Great. Thank you. Good morning. Um, again, my name is Jason Harris. I currently live in Fort Mill, South Carolina with my lovely wife, Chastity, and wonderful two-year-old son, Caleb. I really want to thank you all for allowing me the honor to present R7 Ministries to you. For the past eight years, I've been very passionate about starting and operating a ministry like this. I've come from a very rough life, a childhood of divorced parents, sexual abuse, suicidal thoughts and attempts, a life of heavy drug and alcohol abuse, gang-style community, in and out of jail, abusing my parents, and so on. By the time I was 21 years old, my health had deteriorated so badly that I could barely get myself out of bed. At this point, I was at my lowest. My family called it quits. My friends called it quits. The police were watching me, and a few of my friends had been shot and killed. I was ready to commit my last attempt of suicide. On July 4, 2000, I drank a a 20-ounce bottle of GHB and was found face down in a sprinkler at my apartment complex with no pulse. Uh, At this point, with nothing left to lose, I decided I wanted to see what the Lord had in mind. So I committed myself to Him and to change. I was ready to do whatever it took to get well. I went into a program called the Malachi House, a 12-month Christian discipleship program, and left after seven months because I was just so hungry to save the world. I then relapsed a couple of times and realized that I was missing some more basic fundamentals in my life. I enrolled myself in the Teen Challenge. I graduated after 12 months and began my new life in which I have not turned back. Again, R7 Ministries has been a passion of mine for some time now. I live it daily in my mind and in my heart. For the past two years, the Lord has been speaking to me about writing the vision down and trust that He will open the doors. Well, I've finally begun writing the vision. Doors are beginning to open, and as I've talked with Byron several times, it's becoming clearer each time that this will be a part of the Father's house. So what is R7 Ministries? 
Our seven ministries is a Christian discipleship training center designed to assist adult men and women as well as teenage boys and girls struggling with life-controlling problems such as drug and alcohol addiction. Our primary goal is to assist others in overcoming the problems that lead to addiction, helping to lead them to positively affecting change in their family as well as becoming a contributing member of society. This is accomplished through spiritual and academic instruction, character building, life skills development, work skills and ethics training, employment readiness and advancement training, domestic development, personal financial management, emotional support, etc., all within a structured and disciplined atmosphere. Why the name R7? The name R7 derives from the seven R's that describe rest, the restoration process of the prodigal son found in Luke chapter 15. These are realization, resolution, repentance, return, reconciliation, reclothing, and rejoicing. Our goal is to accomplish all seven stages within a four-phase rehabilitation course, including induction, training, transition, and service. Now I'd like to give a brief description of the seven R's and how they can relate to each student. Number one is realization. This is when the prodigal son has now come to his senses, the knowledge of himself. At this point, he was just, you know, he, he was stripped of everything. He had come to his, his bottom, his, his ultimate low, and he realized, um, you know, I've lost everything. Even the servants at, at my father's house are living, living better than I am right now. Um, got here so quick, a famine came, brushed me off my feet. Um, I had no foundation. I had nothing to sustain me through this. Um, I need help, and I want help. Number two is resolution. The prodigal son stated that he that um, stated what he felt was the solution to his problem. Basically, he's, he was just saying, "I've walked 40 miles into the woods. I've got to walk 40 miles back. I got to get back to where I started. Um, I got to figure out what went went on." Um, but this one thing I do know is that I've sinned against my my family. I've sinned against heaven. Um, I've got to make things right. So he just stated what he was going to do. He set goals and he set and um, you know as to what he was going to do to to solve his solve his issues. Number three is repentance. The prodigal son has now expressed his remorse for his wrongdoing or sin. Now he's just going through all the the um, you know just um, all the guilt and the remorse that he's feeling for all the people that he's hurt, his family, himself. Um, you know just just. Basically, he's just uh, he, he's um, he's just started that, that the first stage of his healing process. You know, he's he's facing his issues, he's dealing with them, and um, and he's moving on. Number four is return. The prodigal son has now put his resolution into action. It wasn't just about words for him. It wasn't just about stating what he was going to do, but now he's putting it into action. And at the program, um, this is when it really clicks in the student that. I'm here for a reason. There's a purpose why I'm here. There's resources available. There's mentors available. There's all kinds of tools available for me. Now I'm going to I'm going to take it and run with it. I'm going to take advantage of the things that are available for me and I'm going to I'm off to live in a victorious life. Number 5, reconciliation. The prodigal son is now reunited with his family and friends. After the first step of healing uh for him is is um you know is was just going through um you know the realization of himself repenting. He's now going to his family. And in my case, you know, with my mom and the rest of my family, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to earn my trust back. I just want to be back in the house. I just want to be back in the family. 
I want to be back in my, my rightful state. I want to start all over. I don't care if I have to scrub toilets. I don't care. Whatever I have to do, I'm ready to get back and, and, and live a productive life. Um, number six, reclothing. The Father has now forgiven him and has expressed his forgiveness by openly reestablishing him. It wasn't enough for his father to just give him a kiss and give him a hug, you know, and welcome him back into the house. But he wanted to, he wanted to literally make a statement. I'm giving you this crown. I'm giving you this robe. I'm giving you these sandals. I'm letting you know that you're not, you're not only, um, coming back to your rightful place, but you've gone beyond that. And, um, and you, you've, you've come back with far more than you ever left with. And um, seven is rejoicing. The prodigal son will now live a life of celebration and thankfulness. And this was, has really been the key since, um, you know, personally, since I've been on drugs, off drugs. And, um, and um, you know, and the key for every student is finding a way for them to, something to click in them to finally figuring out how I can overcome every single problem that is, that, that is that I will be facing for the rest of my life. How can I live a victorious life for the rest of my life? And the key to it all has been thankfulness for me. If I have anything left at all, it's the it's it's the ability to thank God for everything, where I've come from, toothpaste, toothbrush, a place to live, my family, my wife, my son. Um, I have so much to be thankful for. And if I went through all that just to be able to say thank you, Lord, from where I where I've come, you know, it's been all worth it. And I'm often reminded of the um, the uh, ten lepers, you know, that Jesus went out. Um, Jesus told the ten lepers to go out to the city, and as the, as they were walking, they were they would be cleansed. And I felt like that for me. I'd been been through programs. I've been through um, AA, you know, programs. I've been through the twelve steps. Been through all that. Been through ninety day programs. You know, just wasted them all. Um, but. Um, it was, I found that the easy part was becoming clean. The easy part was um, getting off drugs. But dealing with the underlying issues I never knew how to, how to deal with. And there was something that clicked in the one leper. He said, it's, an, it's, it's not enough for me to just walk away from. I can't walk away um, from this. Living a life of loneliness, rejection. I've been a leper. I've been a drug addict. I've been... Um, you know, I've done so much harm to everybody and anybody and to myself. It's not enough for me to just walk away and carry on business as usual. I've got to turn back to this Jesus that has healed me from every single thing that I've ever dealt with. And so as he turned back, he went back and was thanking Jesus, praising him. And it was then that Jesus told him that he was made whole. And this has been the key to my life is just living every single day I can't reiterate it more in complete thankfulness. And this is where we want to we want to have the drug addict come in or any anybody with any life controlling problems, whether you're cutting, whether you're doing anything. Um, I just use drug and alcohol as a, as a as a example. It could be any 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 issue that's controlling your life. Um, we want to we want to lead the applicant all the way through that to all these stages, and when they come out. They're, they're going to live like a champion, and that's where we're not going to leave them alone. We want to follow them all the way through the process until they have um, decided within themselves that they're, they're done with this. I'm living a life as a champion. And that's our seven ministries in a nutshell. If you would like to participate with me in any way or would like further details, please feel free to contact me 
at jasonrharris at gmail.com. That's J-S-N-R-H-A-R-R-I-S. That's great, wasn't it? So the way we're doing all these ministries, we're using the Mother Teresa approach because that's the only approach we got. And her approach was this. She would go into a village and start a school. And people say, how are you going to start a school? She said, I got a shade tree, I got a ground, I got a stick, and I got kids. I can start a school. So that's what we do. You start with what you got, not what you don't have. And if you'll do that, if you're doing the Lord's will, he'll take that stick and ground and kids, and he'll create a school out of it. And that's really what we see here with all these ministries that we're beginning. We're just going to start with what we have. And we've got people who've got vision, passion, callings, anointings, graces. And if you're interested in any of these... Uh, just get in touch with the proper person. You know, like Jason left his email. Lenora's got her stuff out there. I think Natasha's got stuff out there. So, amen? That's exciting, isn't it? So get on the ground and start scratching around and see what God does.